Hello and welcome to Halloween Week on Harry's Strictly Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Surplus, and I'm here on my brand new podcast to give you my opinions and most importantly my scores on this year's dances. So sit back, relax, grab your sparkles, and let's get on with the show. Wasn't Halloween week absolutely incredible? This year, I think I was just so excited for Halloween because we didn't have one last year. They weren't able to do it. So the last one was in 2019. And this year, they just pulled everything out of the bag. Hair, makeup, costume, production, lighting, set. The dances were amazing. Some of them weren't the best, but overall, they were just so good just amazing every every episode just seems to be getting better and better and usually on halloween they can be overshadowed a little bit by the production and the theme of the dance and the costume but it just was not the case this year whatsoever it was just amazing and the standard of dancing from the majority of the couples was amazing can we just first of all shout out the hair and makeup team claudia did it at the start of the episode but i just feel like because we've been through what we've been through with the pandemic that loads of industries were out of jobs and so much stuff had happened and they don't get the credit that they deserve i think and none of that would have happened without the hair and makeup team from the judges to the dancers to the pros to the celebrities just everything about it is amazing so the the hours and the hard work that goes into that just to make the show look so good and to give the celebrities such great outfits and makeup is just amazing so big round of applause for the hair and makeup team now let's talk about the dances so this week again we had quite a variety two chachas two vini's waltzes two tangos and then we had a couple's choice which i will uh, get onto later in this episode we had a paso we had a jive and we had a quick step so a nice variety i like it when we have a variety because it, it lets us see a lot of dance styles and uh, we don't get bored of seeing the same thing we saw some amazing dances others were not so amazing there was a few technical issues for tom we had our first 40 for rose and giovanni we had uh, two lobsters doing the jive from Dan and Nadia and then we had like I just said a couple's choice from Sarah which um I'll save all my comments for when we're talking about Sarah. Let me know what you thought of Halloween week. I thought it was amazing. Like I said, you can message me on Instagram, on Twitter. Let me know. Follow the podcast and do all of that stuff. And let's get talking about Halloween week and those incredible dances. So first to take to the floor was John and Johannes with their quick step. And it was quite nice to see John go first because I don't think he's done that before. The production on this dance was incredible. I loved the set, the moon and all the lights and everything. I thought it was great. His hair looked amazing. The costumes were absolutely fab. Their ears, their fangs was great. In quick step, you want to be light on your feet. You want to glide across the floor and you want your top half to be quite still, which 
in places, I'm not sure he looked very still. If you watch Johannes, everything happens at his feet and his top half is very, very still and he glides across the floor. John did glide, but it just looked a little bit bumpy in his top half at times and when he was out of hold actually i would like to have seen more extension in his lines it was a little bit theater jazz with it with his extensions and he didn't just complete and extend his arms to the side i also noticed his thumb was pointing up in hold i thought craig was going to point that out but he didn't anton did mention his follower frame which i actually have to agree with it just gets loose when he's following because it's a same-sex partnership they can do this more often than a partnership with a male and a female male and females can switch roles but it's not seen that often but with John and Johannes sometimes John leads sometimes John follows and when he follows he just loses it ever so slightly he just becomes a little bit uh, loose but I thought it was overall really quite good there was a little bit of gapping after the jump and in the quick step you should move as one so it should look like sort of like one body moving across the floor but he had some great elevation from the floor he had some great chassés lovely footwork he was on the balls of his feet so he was light across the floor I would maybe have liked to have seen just more sway in the quick step and a little bit of slow the quick step doesn't have to be fast 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 across the floor it can be quite slow and you can take time to understand the little details in the quick step and add character but maybe because it was Halloween and they were both werewolves they wanted it to have fast attack and fast across the floor which if it suited them then that was great so a really good opening to the show I think John should be really proud of himself quick step is hard and to sustain that energy throughout the whole of the performance and not really lose it up until the end is great so I think John should be really proud of himself a very good quick step from John the scores are in Eight. Next up, we had AJ and Kai. And didn't she look absolutely amazing? Can we just talk about the CGI that they did with the snakes? She was looking incredible and it suited the production and the dance. It was just amazing. She was doing a Viennese waltz. She was the Medusa and she just looked fab. That was the first thing I thought when I saw this dance. The Viennese waltz is like the waltz, but it should be a lot faster. And I actually think she did really quite good with this dance. Great extension out of hold she took time to think about what she was doing when she got into hold it was fast it moved across the floor and in the Viennese walls you should have very little rise and fall it should be quite flat you should never rise above your height and I think she did that great she did some great uh, arching of her back when she was out of hold and uh, Kai was spinning her round. In hold she did do just some little bits where in the corner of the floor she could have just slowed it down a little bit and extended herself a little bit more but maybe that was just because of the um, choreography you know that's not AJ's fault. The chemistry between them was absolutely insane. They danced and connected so well together. The floor spin was amazing. The power that she has to have to get that spin on the floor and even though Kai is controlling it she has to hold her course. She has to really engage with that floor spin to get the energy that she needs to get around and spin on the floor. Could it have had more drive in places yes I think it possibly could have done but again that possibly could not be AJ's fault because of the choreography and the way it was performed because it was Halloween week and I agree with Anton her head is just slightly too high and to the left and it makes it look just a little bit stiff in hold on her behalf but I agree with what Motsi said and she just said she threw herself into the dance and I love that on a themed week 
that is kind of what you want to see. It really added to the performance. The production was amazing. The dance was really good as a whole. Just little details now need to be refined. And I think that's what Shirley was trying to say when she said you can breathe through the beats. You can exhale. You can inhale at different points to give the dance different elements. Some slow parts, some fast parts. Give us a little bit of uh, dynamic through the moves and the beats. But Apart from that, I think it was incredible. The scores are in. Nine. So next up, we had Dan and Nadia, and they were both dressed as lobsters. I'm not sure how Halloween-like this was, but they did it anyway. And let's just say, they did look amazing. They did. It was uh, comedic. I don't know why they gave Dan the comedic look on Halloween, because he could have done something that was rather Halloweenish, but he didn't. He was uh, a lobster, and so was Nadia. For what they were given, I think he did well. The production of the dance was good. He took on the character... And I suppose Halloween week is about that. Themed weeks, you're not just dancing a ballroom or Latin dance. You're putting on a production. You're putting on a performance. And boy, did he put on a performance. He took that lobster, that character, the moves of the lobster and executed them well. However, let's talk about the jive. At the start, his timing on the kickball changes was brilliant. They did look quite precise. They did have some great uh, weight changes in there. So I was quite impressed from the start. But then he came down and he did some kicks and flicks and he did some drunken sailors and they just looked heavy. I think Dan, because he's so tall, was automatically not going to be great at the jive and that's not me being harsh on Dan I think that's just a fact because he's got such a tall spine and such long legs he has to have control of every part of those legs so it's really quite hard for Dan to do that he was flat-footed so that didn't help the heaviness of the steps and when he was actually doing his flicks he completely had no control of his feet whatsoever they were floppy just not what you want from a jive there was no precision and um, no control really i think craig said they looked loose and that was just totally right and it was also quite stationary at parts for a jive it always has to have high energy there can be some slow parts in there to add a little bit of dynamics but overall the jive should be very impressive everything should be happening and you you know you shouldn't really know where to look with a jive because it should be really high energy maybe that was just the music or maybe it was because it didn't have much jive content in there if we just judged the jive i wasn't that impressed because it just needed more for me craig said it needed more spring and that's totally right in the jive you should have a lot of bounce it should be high energy maybe that's again because he's six foot six and he's got such long legs he just needed to get his weight more forward as well so that he could slip his standing foot. Shirley mentioned that as well. That gives you lightness and bounce on your feet. I also would have liked to have seen more definition in the chassis and that's because that is the basic step in the jive. Back replace, chassis, chassis, back replace. That's such an important part of the jive that if you don't get that perfect, you're not really going to get other parts of the jive amazing. So I just would like to have seen cleaner changes of weights and a little bit more spring in his step on those but like i said at the start he did give it everything it was one for the kids not my cup of tea mozzie gave this an eight definitely not an eight so um yeah not my favorite production wise fun not very halloween like but yeah if we just talk about the jive like i said it wasn't a great executed jive the scores are in 
five. Reese and Nancy danced a Pasadoble, and I actually like the Pasadoble on Halloween week because you can do some great Halloween themed things with it. It's a very serious, not scary, but it can be scary on Halloween. It's a very serious dance, and he did okay with this. I respect Reese for coming out and doing everything that he can because I could really see that he wanted to stay out of the dance off this week. Last week he was in the dance off. Should he have been there? No, I don't think he should have done because he wasn't the worst dancer. Absolutely not. And he's giving it everything. But the thing with Reese is people don't seem to be voting for him. And I say people, I've not voted for him. Something just is not connecting with Reese, and I don't know why. Let me just talk about the Paso first. The Paso was actually quite good. He had great circular motion, and that's what the Paso's all about. When you extend a line in Paso, it should extend in circular motion. You should extend everything as far as you possibly can do. You should have your shoulders just a little bit back, and I thought they were just slightly forward, which made the placement of his head and his frame look a little bit off at times, but it was a good attempt. This dance, though, I didn't connect to it. The Pasadoble is a fighting dance. It's about the bull and the matador. And I just didn't get that from this dance. Maybe that was because he overdanced it. And I'm saying this every week. Reese always adds his own style to the dance, which sometimes can be a good thing. Other times is not great. If you add your personality to the dance, I love that, but if you add the dance style or you change the dance style, I'm not a massive fan and I still don't think Reese is understanding the style of the dances. I just think he's over dancing it. Maybe that's because he's a TV presenter and it's uh, for children, so he's got so much energy that he feels like he needs to have 110% energy all the way through the dance, which you don't have to have. Like I always mentioned for couples, you can have slow moments, you can have fast moments, you can really change the intensity of the dance um, at times and I just think for Reese it's like bam 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 all the time. So it was strong and that's what the Pasadoble should be but it was just too sharp for me and Anton mentioned that. It needed more breath, it needed more time and understanding. I don't know, just something for me was off about it. One of the judges said he needs to dance through the music and through the beats and not just get through it. He really has to understand what each beat means. Where should he be on each beat? Should this be a slow? Should it be a fast movement? Where's my eye contact? What's my intention of every move that he does? So... I think Reese still needs to work on understanding the dance and just toning it down a little bit. Breathe through the movement. Exhale. Understand different beats. Um, so I totally agreed with Craig. Craig said he, he didn't feel the dance. Not a bad dance at all, but not an amazing passo. He got through it. He stayed on time, but it was just too sharp for me. So not his best, but still a good dance. He is a great dancer. It just wasn't an amazing passo for me me. The scores are in. Seven. Okay, let's talk about Sarah and Aliash. And I'm going to go on a little rant here. I just did not understand it whatsoever. Um, and I don't want to direct this at Sarah because all she has to do is just dance the choreography that she is given. But immediately, my reaction was, oh, oh dear. That is what I said. Right from the start of this dance, I just did not understand it. And maybe it was because it was a couple's choice. Um, 
I didn't know what couple's choice it was. I don't think this year they're actually doing categories of couple choice. Um, but I was just so disappointed and just really, really confused. It just, I just didn't know what it was. I had absolutely no idea what it was. To me, she just walked around. It was forced. It was very start and stop. There was no intention. There was no feeling. It looked rushed. There was no extension when she was mirroring Aliash side by side. It didn't go anywhere. Uh, it was just all one level. And the choreography was really bad. I was just baffled by it. Um, right from the beginning, when she came out with those chains, I just thought, what is this? I didn't get it whatsoever at all. Um, which I'm really disappointed about because Sarah's ballroom is amazing. She is just incredible at the ballroom. So heartfelt, so meaningful, just great execution in the ballroom. And then she lets herself down with the Latin because the Latin's not great. This, I couldn't categorise into ballroom or Latin. It had some Paso feel, it had some tango feel, a bit of contemporary. Um, but yeah, my initial reaction for the whole thing was just, oh dear, because... I, I didn't really have anything positive to say about it. And I don't know. I don't want to sound harsh at all because it's not Sarah's fault because she just gets given the choreography to dance. She just gets given the dance um, and she just has to execute it her best. Yes, she tried, but it was really bad. It, she didn't dance. She just walked through it. It just was so weird, so strange. And it's a shame because it was Ali Ash's first couple's choice. And uh, for that to be a first couple's choice is really disappointing. And, you know, it's one of the things that I feel really strongly about because I'm not being harsh. I'm not criticising Sarah. I think she's fantastic. I'm criticising the dance and the choreography. She did look good. I like her hair extensions. They look great. And the costume was good. The production was okay. The dragons, the CGI dragons, I just didn't understand whatsoever. And I think it's hard because in the studio, I presume you see something much different because you get the atmosphere of it all. At home, you've just got the dance, the CGI, the production, and it just didn't work for me whatsoever. So I'm really sorry. I hope I've not offended anybody there, but that's just my opinion. I was just really confused and I'm really disappointed, actually. I really am because I hope she's not in the dance off. I have a feeling she might be because it was the worst dance of the night, but her ballroom is great. She's kind of like a different dancer. You know, she comes out and does an incredible ballroom. She gets nines for her ballrooms, but then comes out and does that. And I'm just really disappointed. Whoever choreographed that, I'm very disappointed in because she just walked. It was very stompy. I wanted to shout and swear <laughs> when I was watching it because I just didn't get it. I just absolutely didn't get it. I thought it was terrible. The scores are in. Three. So from one extreme to the other, we have Rose and Giovanni with their tango. She looked unreal. She was the ice queen and she just looked amazing. I think with Rose, because she's an incredible actress, she can add a different element than the other uh, celebrities can't. She really can create an amazing performance. The character was just great. Such an amazing song. I really liked that. Uh, it was Shivers by Ed Sheeran. Such incredible and intricate footwork, which was just beautifully executed. It was sharp, it was strong, it was precise. And one thing that stood out to me was her timing. 
Her timing is impeccable. Every movement was on time, so synchronized with Giovanni. And you forget that she can't hear the music. She can hear vibrations. She can understand the connection between her and Giovanni. She can feel vibrations. That's what we've been told. But she can't hear the music like we can, which is just incredible. To dance and to stay on time so effortlessly. It just looked like she was in control. I just loved it. I also loved the moment where she altered Giovanni's head. She got into frame and she rolled her shoulders back like, yes, I'm the queen. I'm going to do it. I just thought it was amazing. And that is what I mean when I say I want some slow movements. I want some fast movements and I want some dynamics. I just loved that. She stood, she took control. She rolled her shoulders like, yes, I'm going to do it. And then bam, straight into uh, hold and straight into more tango steps. So I just loved it. I thought it was great. Some amazing sharp changes of direction. So effortless, just brilliant. I absolutely loved it. Motsi used the word epic and I have to agree, it was epic. I just love the ending as well because she was the queen. So she really channeled that energy throughout the dance. And at the end, when she took control of Giovanni, slammed her hand down and Giovanni fell. The timing of that was amazing. Absolutely incredible. When I was watching it in hold, I thought, could there be a little bit more V-shaping? Then she got four tens, so I thought, no, Harry, what the hell are you talking about? Absolutely not. Uh, so maybe that was just the camera angles that we saw it because she got four tens. And it was the earliest ever four tens in the history of Strictly. <laughs> And Giovanni is at the top of the leaderboard once again for Halloween and very well deserved. The best dance of the night. The scores are in. 10. Next up with a cheeky cha-cha-cha was Tilly and Nikita and they looked incredible as well. Everybody just looked amazing. I'm saying that for all of them. They were painted green. They danced to spooky movies and I actually quite like this cha-cha. Let me tell you why I liked it. So I liked the character of it. I wasn't a massive fan of the actual cha-cha content. I'll talk about that in a minute but she is amazing at channeling the character and the cheekiness of the cha-cha-cha was there. It wasn't executed well in the cha moves just for example at the start she did some cuban breaks and maybe it was the character i'm not sure but in the cha-cha it should be quite fast it should have great leg action and it should be executed strongly and the cuban breaks just lacked energy for me it just looked a little bit laboured, just slightly off. On Cuban breaks, you should go into check position, which is where one leg goes in front of the other. One leg should be straight, which is the outside leg. And then the leg underneath that should just be bent. The knee should just come in a little bit. And I didn't see that. So they weren't the, the best Cuban breaks. But she did have great lines in the New York section. Her feet were turned out. She extended. One shoulder came in. The other went out, which was lovely. There was so much out of hold that she really had to stay 
stay on time, which she did well. She did have some lock steps in there, she did have some walks, but there were just not enough cha-cha content for me. There was a section where they were linking each other and they did some really fast, fast content, which was great. She stayed on time with that. Overall, I thought it could have been faster, but again, maybe that was because of the character that she was doing and the performance was going for that style. But I think Tilly's great. It's one of her best Latin dances. I definitely have to say that. And I'm happy that she's really good at the ballroom, but average at the Latin. She's not really good at ballroom and really bad at Latin. She's got that stability in both of the styles. So a good attempt, not my favourite cha-cha. Maybe that's just personal taste for me. It was good, lacked energy in terms of the actual cha-cha moves, but the production and the characterization was off the chart. The scores are in. Seven. We had a Viennese waltz from Adam and Katia. And again, the floor projection and the production of this dance was outstanding. I loved when Katia came out of the piano. I didn't expect that whatsoever. I was writing down that I loved the floor projection. And then I looked up and Katia was out the piano. It was uh, amazing. He did drop his right elbow and Anton picked up on that. His left arm is amazing, the one that holds Katia's hand. That was brilliant. It was straight. He really sustained that arm. His right arm, and I don't know whether it's because he forgets about it or because Katia's resting on it, he just for some reason wants to droop that down and it doesn't make his frame look right. It unbalances his frame because one arm's great, the other is drooped. He didn't have a great frame when they got in hold for the second time. After a little bit of the choreography when Catty was on the floor, they did some circular motion and then they got back in to frame and something just wasn't right. Craig mentioned he was too far in his knees and I totally agree. He sat too far into his knees which made his bottom stick out a little bit and Shirley mentioned that actually so Shirley gave him some great advice to improve his posture and to get that vertical line. It just looked wobbly when he got back into frame for the second time and I think that was possibly one of the reasons why it looked like it needed more drive through across the floor, more in his standing leg to create that drive and the power to go through. But great partnering skills. I really liked the partnering skills and what they did with the choreography. It really suited them both. I loved that there was stop and go moments. Adam held on to Katia. She let go. It was really great partnering from both of them. Not his best dance, but he gave it a go. And that's all you can ask for. That is all you can ask for. I just would like to have seen it smoothened out a little bit and just for him to improve his posture and his positioning and his frame. That wasn't great in places, but apart from that, it was quite good. The scores are in. Six. Last week, Judy and Graziano had to stay away from the ballroom because Judy was isolating, but this week they returned with a cha-cha-cha. Now, actually, this cha-cha was what they were supposed to do last week, so they carried it over to this week, which... I think was okay because she didn't have any rehearsal time really last week. I think she only had one day, I think it was the Monday, before she then got a positive test. So she was all right to carry it over to this week. Now, 
I think because they carried it over, it wasn't a Halloween routine. They danced to Physical by Olivia Newton-John. So it wasn't Halloween, really. They just Halloweenified it. It wasn't a Halloween-themed routine. I actually think she was okay at the cha-cha. Not amazing. I think with Judy, what she really does is, even if she can't get the, the technique of the dance perfect, what she can get great is her performance skills, her energy, her character. She had great energy. She had some great sassy moments in the cha-cha, some good facial expressions, but I just wanted more from this dance. Of course, we have to take into consideration that she has just battled COVID and she's come out and danced like that, but I still have to judge the dances as if I judge everybody else, because I think that's fair. I did just say that she had a good energy, but it needed to be channeled, I think, into the correct places. For example, there was no hip action. She needed to engage her hips a lot more. And in cha-cha, it's all about that Cuban motion, getting that figure of eight in the cha-cha walks, for example. In the locksteps, you need to isolate your body. At the start, she was actually on two bent legs, and I thought one of the judges would have mentioned that, but they didn't. I do have to say, though, her feet were turned out nicely on the New Yorks. It's all about turning your feet out, getting the extension, making sure you've got one straight leg, one bent leg, which she did do nicely. And maybe that was because she was stationary on the um, New York. So, you know, she, she was able to really think about the leg action. But when she was doing lock steps, for example, it could have just been more defined. In places, her lines did need more extension. It's not just about throwing your arm out bent to the side. It's really in the cha-cha about isolating the wrists, making your body flow. And I didn't see much flow. It was also quite flat foot which Craig said. And for me, it was actually quite basic. The cha-cha that she did was, you know, some lock steps, some walks, some New Yorkers. But I think now we're in week six, we need to start thinking and looking for a lot more advanced, not steps, but just advanced technique, maybe. Uh, advanced timing. The cha-cha timing, I think, is so hard. I've d done uh, some advanced cha-cha in some lessons, and it's really hard. I would have liked to have seen more syncopated timing timing, some syncopated time steps. They're really hard to do, but if you do practice them and you get the timing right, they look amazing because there's some great hip action. Um, so for me, it was kind of like a week one or week two dance in terms of the advanced steps in there. It was a good attempt at a cha-cha and I liked Judy because she's cheeky and she's sassy, but if we just judge the technique of the dance and the steps and the content, it just needed a lot more. I don't know what the judges thought about giving that a seven, I really don't. Maybe they just did it on production and performance and character and that she you know was off last week but Craig gave it a four let's get my score the scores are in four The final dance of the night was a terrifying tango from Tom and Amy and I love Tom I do I really, really do. And I think it was a little bit of a shame how this dance went. I actually didn't know what to make of this dance. I was watching it thinking, yes, it's great. It's a tango. It's strong. It's passionate. He's doing really well. And then the judges started talking and it didn't go so well. There was a little mishap at the end. His microphone fell out, which of course is not his fault whatsoever. I don't think you can mark him down for that at all because it's not his fault that his mic fell out. But let's just talk about what he did well, first of all. He sustained his energy throughout the dance. It didn't look like he got lost at all with his energy. He really channeled that. It was passionate. It had drive. But 
it just lacked in positioning, in framing, and in shaping. The tango is a little bit like the paso. It has to feel strong within what you're doing, and everything has to have intention. And for me, um, it looked a little bit loose in places. Out of hold, it's great. It's strong. It's got intention. In hold, something just goes wrong. I, d I think I can maybe see. I'll try and explain what I mean. So in the tango, it's all about the connection, and I mean the physical touch, the connection between your partner. You have to be really close with each other so that you can move as one, so it's fast, it's sharp. And I saw gapping quite a lot in this dance. Gapping is literally the gap between the two couples. If you can see between them, then it's not great for the tango. You really should be in touch with one another when you dance. And there was just too much gapping for me. His frame was okay. He did really try and sustain a nice horizontal line from elbow to elbow. But one thing that really stood out to me was his posture. And I actually think it could be really easily corrected. In the tango, you have a slightly different positioning in terms of frame than you do in a normal ballroom hold. Tango, the right arm for the leader, goes over the follower's back, just behind, but it's slightly on a angle, slightly diagonal. It's not straight in like normal ballrooms and it just goes down on their shoulder blade at the back. For me, his hand was way too far round Amy's back. So it looked almost like he was giving her a hook. And what, what that created was a posture that was hunched over and it just looked like he was putting too much weight over Amy. So that made it look a little bit loose for me, a little bit strange. And I think that was because he didn't have much control over what he was doing because he was too hunched over. And Craig said that as well. Um, he said he was leaning over Amy, which I got completely. But it was strong. It did have a lot of power and drive, like I said. I liked the music. It was a traditional tango music, which I liked, but just not executed well in terms of his frame. He just needed to take control. Amy did slip, which we're not going to mark Tom down for, but I just noticed after the floor spin when she got up, I think she stood on her dress, which was a real shame. But she got back up like a true professional that she is and carried on. The scores are in. Seven. So there we have it. That's what we thought of Halloween week. Let me know what you think. Overall, I think it's great because everybody comes out and puts on a performance for us and we have to be so grateful for that but me on my podcast here being a little judge I have to judge accordingly I'm just really disappointed with Sarah like I said I am I'm actually I'm not disappointed with her I'm disappointed with the dance it just didn't live up to what I thought Sarah's couple's choice would be maybe that was because it was Halloween week I don't know but let me know what you thought you can message me on Instagram on Twitter share your opinions because I would love to know and if you disagree with me please let me know. Right, now let's talk about who I voted for. This week, I just voted for my three favourites highest scoring dances because I thought, hmm, do I need to save somebody here? I think Sarah could be in trouble, but then again, are the public going to save her? Yes, I think they possibly could do. So I thought, hmm, I can't vote for Sarah because the dance was just not good at all. And then I thought, okay, do we maybe need to vote for Reese because he was in the dance-off last week? And then I thought, hmm, no, because he wasn't my favourite dance of the night. So I what, what I did was voted for my favourite highest scoring dances. So this is who I voted for. 
I had to vote for this first couple because each week they come out, they bring something new, something fresh, and they adapt themselves so well to the dances. I thought he was light on his feet, I thought he had great energy, I thought it was executed well and it was quick and it was fast and that was the quick step from John and Johannes. The second couple that I voted for, for a beautiful Viennese waltz, it was executed well, it had drive, it had passion, it had great connection and great character, great production. I just love the whole thing. To me, it was more than a dance. It was an actual performance and production. So I just loved it. And for that reason, I voted for AJ and Kai. And then my third and final vote went to the couple who got the first and earliest 40 of the entire Strictly history. And that was Rose and Giovanni. You are just impressed each week. Every week she comes out and delivers such amazing dances. I just think now Rose needs to improve her Latin. She needs to get it not on the same standard as a ballroom because no one ever really is amazing at ballroom and amazing at Latin. But she just needs to push a little bit more with her Latin. But the tango was incredible and the Ice Queen suited her so well. So, of course, I had to vote for Rose. Right, now let's talk about who I think is going to be in the dance-off. For me, this is quite easy in terms of dancing, right? I just have to go with my two lowest scoring dances of the night. And that for me is Judy and Sarah. I think Judy's going to be in trouble because people didn't save her last week, whatever reason that is. And the cha-cha for me was just a little bit basic for week six. And then Sarah, for me, was just really really bad and I don't mean to go down so hard on her because it's not her fault but we just have to judge what we see I have to be truthful on here because I wouldn't like myself if I wasn't truthful maybe people will get behind her because they like her and it's not her fault that she got that dance but it was just uh yeah, the worst dance of the night. So, in my opinion, she has to be in the dance-off. But then again, we've got Dan, who was dressed as a lobster. So, will people vote for him? I'm not sure. Could he be forgotten about? Or, on the other hand, could people save him because they like him? I think it's quite tough in terms of personalities and who the public are going to save. But for me, my dance-off is Judy and Sarah based on the dancing. Right, well, I got one of the couples correct, and that was Judy and Graziano, who were second to be announced in the dance-off. They left it between Judy and Tom, and I thought, oh, you know what, I wouldn't actually be shocked to see either of them in the dance-off here, because Tom's dance wasn't amazing. But then I thought, no, he's got such a big fan base that people will save him. So it was uh, Judy in the dance-off there, which I did predict. I was really shocked to see Sarah go through in terms of her dancing, but not shocked because I knew people would get behind her, like I said. The first couple to be announced for the dance-off was Adam and Katia, and I didn't say this in the podcast, but when I was watching the results show and they were announcing the celebrities, I thought, oh, you know what? Adam and Katia maybe could be in the dance-off here, only because people maybe could have forgotten about the routine. There was other people that stood out. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit of a shock, but also not much of a shock. I don't know. I was like, oh, I can see how they've ended up in the dance-off. So it was Adam against Judy. All the judges decided to save Adam and Katia, but who would I have saved? Tess, it's over to you. 
Who are you going to save and why? Well, I have to agree with Anton. Both couples did make mistakes. And even though there were different types of mistakes, the mistakes were still there. One couple had postural issues, the other had timing issues right from the start. I do think they both improved, but still not incredible. One couple had a lot more energy and intensity and power in the dance, another couple completely lacked energy for me. One couple had a much cleverer routine and better execution, so for those reasons I am going to save the couple who I think performed overall a lot better and gave it more than the other couple, and so for that reason I'm saving Adam and Katia. So there we go, the Halloween spectacular comes to a close and overall an incredible week. I say this every week, I just love the show so, so much. The production, the effort, the costumes, the makeup of every single couple was just amazing, off the chart, really, really, really good. It's the only show on television that brings so much happiness, just fills your Saturday night with uh, just great, great energy. So I uh, loved it, I did. It was so nice to see Halloween back again. There were some amazing performances. It's now getting really, really tough. That dance-off for me was quite easy, who to save, and I kind of had already had that decision, like Motsi said, made up for me. I didn't have to do much thinking about it. But I think now it's going to get really quite tricky because like Craig said, every single celebrity has great talent. It's really a tough year for the celebrities. I'm really excited to see what is to come. We're basically now halfway through the competition. There is 13 weeks and coming up is week seven. So next week we'll be over halfway. So it's getting tough. It's getting serious. The couples have to bring out everything that they can to impress the public, the four judges and me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure to follow the podcast on podcast platforms. And that's about it. So there's only one way to sign out of the podcast. Are you ready? Say it with me. Keep dancing. <laughs> <laughs>